Earlier this week, I went through a rather difficult emotional upset that really caught me by surprise. In other words, I, I, I was able to become aware of what was happening fairly quickly in my mind. In other words, I knew what the thoughts that were happening, the, the reaction behind it was so unbelievably strong, and I felt actually a number of different emotions all at the same time, and it was incredibly overwhelming temporarily, and it really reminded me of how sometimes when we are feeling different emotions all at the same time, the over, the feeling of over you know of being overwhelmed actually is almost like a feedback loop, and that it makes whatever it is that we are feeling and whatever it is that we are thinking about what we're feeling even more difficult to deal with or to sit with. I guess the best way I would put this, and I realize that there's no need to go into the story, but what I guess what I would call this, if I was, if I was to put it into words, I had a situation come up where I had someone who I work with with one of my clients and something was said to me in response to me putting in a tremendous amount of effort and I'm not saying that there's anything heroic about that I know we all at times make tremendous efforts and try really hard to do something for other people as well as for ourselves at times but what was said and the way it was said made me feel, if I had to describe it in words, I would say that it made me feel not valued at all. It literally made me feel completely unvalued. I don't know if that's even the right word for this, but it, the, uh, my reaction to it came so swiftly and so strongly, and I was feeling anger and I was feeling sadness all at the same time. It, it was astounding. And it's not the first time it's happened, and I'm certainly certain that it will not be the last. But it is a lot more difficult to deal with situations like this when there is a multitude of emotions going on. And the, the once I got to the point where I could actually see the thoughts, I could actually, you know, I could hear my own self-talk. I could, I could feel the reaction that was going on, and. You know, some of the thoughts were angry. Some of the thoughts were very sad. Some of the thought, and I, and actually, I, I'm not, I'm just now realizing this in the moment. I didn't even realize I was going to say this, but it's kind of like, in a way, it allowed me to take inventory. I wasn't actually recording the the, the, the thoughts or the nature of them, but it allowed me to really get a sense of what was going on in my mind. Because there were, you know, there were angry thoughts, there were sad thoughts, there were thoughts of not being appreciated, there were, there were thoughts about, you know, what is the point of really trying if someone's not going to value and appreciate what I'm doing, you know, all of this effort that I have made and it feels like it's for nothing. So there was all this stuff going on, all this stuff cooking. And in the midst of that, I was you know, what I call I in this case, uh, was really just feeling the energy of all of this. And looking back at it, I feel that, or I think that, or both, that what really was going on was 
that I was having thoughts, and I know this is no major revelation for anyone that has listened to any of these, that I was having thoughts about not being valued. I very quickly became the person that's not valued. I very quickly became the person that, and I, and, and I also had thoughts about being, uh, you know, feeling foolish, of feeling ridiculous. That's, it's, it's like I was judging myself, like, you know, why would I even think that this person would appreciate me or value me? Why would I think that anyone would value or appreciate me? And it led to this almost being suspended in this place where I was, I felt myself, I I was very aware that I was having these thoughts and I wasn't there, you know, I, I could not delude myself. I knew that it was my thoughts and my reactions and the thoughts that came from those reactions, uh, that were ultimately fueling this to be sustained over a period of time. I was going to continue to struggle with it because I was giving it energy. I could feel myself giving this energy. I could feel myself feeling whatever emotions I had and then I'm thinking about it and then I'm reacting to it and I'm contracting physically and there's more there's more feelings coming up in my body. There's more emotions, there's more contraction. And it's almost like it literally takes on a life of its own. And at one point, and this is the maybe the first time this has happened for me, that I became aware of the thoughts that I was having and how I was reacting. And usually, if I can do that, the emotions themselves will start to subside. In other words, they will, and I can't make them subside. It's just that if I begin to uh, focus on the thoughts that are emanating from my emotions and just be with them. I don't need to try to, to, to judge them or analyze them or do anything else. I'm just present in those moments with those thoughts that usually in almost all cases that uh, the things will start to subside. The fires will start to die down. In other words, if I'm really, re- if I'm really reacting if I'm really reactionary in those moments, it will start to die down and I can see that. And I've watched that happen in real time many, many times over the past three decades. And if I'm identifying at all with anything that I'm thinking or believing, that identity starts to drop away. Sometimes it takes time. It's not immediate. And that's really what I want to say as well is that it, you know these things take time to unwind. And... I wasn't even planning to say that this morning, but there it is. Uh, In this particular case, it took a lot longer than usual, and I don't want to get into judging this or, you know, uh, comparing this against other emotional outbursts. The idea, what I'm really trying to convey here is that sometimes it may be a rough ride. It may take time. And this time, I mean, it, it took hours for me to for this finally to, uh, you know, to subside. It took time for it to unwind. Uh, I even found myself thinking about this. I would catch myself in the act of, as I like to refer to that, one of my first mindfulness teachers used to say that, and it's, it, this is not anything negative or judgmental. He just used to say this humorously, that we catch ourselves in the act of having these thoughts about certain things. And once we, once we do that, All we'd have to do is realize that we're thinking whatever it is that we're thinking and let go of it and and love ourselves and be kind to ourselves in the process. But for some reason, this one really was uh, really hitting me at a deep level. 
There was something, and that's when I realized there really was something else. And that's why I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to stick my neck out a little bit here, so to speak, and get a little more metaphysical than I usually do and get a little, a little more deep in terms of speaking about emotions than I normally do. Um, that there was something about that. It just, it, it's, it's like, I guess what I would say is it didn't go away completely. Uh, the fire died down. In other words, my reactivity, you know, because I wasn't giving it any more energy. I wasn't actively thinking any further. Uh, I wasn't trying to think my way out of the, the yuckiness that I was feeling. Uh, it just basically died down on its own because if we leave it alone and don't give energy to it, that's eventually what always happens. But it takes time, and that's really what the practice is about. It's about being able to pay attention to our mind, to pay attention to our thoughts. And the more that we practice doing that, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it hurts, even when it does, it does not feel good at all, that the more I practice sitting with that, it's almost like you develop kind of like, it's almost like you develop a muscle. And I'm using that just very figuratively. I just, the longer that I, it's almost like I build up trust in myself that I know that I can ride out these difficult emotions because I've practiced doing it. And it's this is available to any of us that want to engage in this practice. But for some reason, in this, in this case, there was something else. In other words, there was, I felt like it was, or I, you know, in this case, I intuited. Sometimes I hesitate to say that word, but that's really what it is. That I intuited, I was, you know, I intuitionally felt what was coming up in my intuition was that there was something that was coming up from a previous time in my life. I, I, it just wasn't dissipating it completely. I no longer was trapped in the thinking about it, but I bring this up only because of the fact that sometimes this is what happens. Uh, certain things cause us emotional upsets. Certain things cause us to get into locked into a loop of overthinking and reacting or even overreacting in some cases. There's nothing judgmental about it. I've done it many times myself and there's doesn't mean there's anything wrong or bad with anyone who does this. It's just this is what we do sometimes. But in this case it 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 persisted and it kind of it kind of quote unquote stayed with me. And I felt this uh, even though I wasn't thinking anymore uh, I felt the presence, so to speak, of this emotion. There was something, you know, from a previous time in my life that this really was, uh, you know, it was very prominent in my consciousness. I was very aware that there was something that it, that it, or maybe it happened multiple times to me in my earlier life. Maybe it was, I still don't know for sure, but maybe it came from childhood. I know that as someone who has struggled with self-esteem and has struggled with self, you know, a sense of self-worth. And, uh, you know, there's, there's been a repetitive theme in my life around not being appreciated or feeling, uh, feeling invisible, feeling taken for granted. And, and I'm aware of that. And I've been aware of that for a long time. And I've had situations like this happen and they've resolved much more quickly. Uh, but in this case it didn't. I can honestly say that I still don't know 100% why that was. And I don't want to get too deep or to get off into the weeds, so to speak, metaphysically. But in this case, it was an indication to me that there is some healing work that I need to do that I can't. That just practicing mindfulness 
is not going to necessarily, while practicing mindfulness definitely prevented me from causing a lot of unnecessary suffering for myself. And it allowed me to ultimately put myself in a position to being open to being extricated from being locked in and in a cycle of endless thoughts and endless reactivity. So it did make it easier for me to cope. And at the same time, it also allowed for an awareness that there was something deeper that I, even though I couldn't quite put my finger on it, I couldn't quite identify where that was coming from, what exactly that was, what it meant, you know, what the ramifications of that were, that it's almost like, I guess what I would say is that it was an indicator for me that there is something deep, deep within me that needs healing uh, that so there's something that needs to be healed. There's something that needs to be looked at more deeply. And the reason I bring that up is that this is something that I haven't necessarily spoken about a lot in terms of mindfulness is that it, at least for me, has allowed me to get to a place where I, if I can free myself from all of the needless thinking, if I can free myself from all the needless reactivity I know for sure if I'm if I'm carried away with thinking and carried away with reacting, I'm never going to be able to really get a handle on whether something needs deeper healing or not, whether I need to see a healing professional of some sort. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me or anyone else who feels this way, uh, who finds themselves in this place. Uh, it's just that I can calmly go about the business of doing that healing work because of I've created some bandwidth for myself. I've created some headspace. And anyone can do this through practicing mindfulness. But it really does make it so much easier and so much less complicated uh, to find out ultimately what's causing, uh, if there is any pain, if there is any suffering, if there is any difficulty, if there is any unease, being able to get to the root of what that is. And some of these deeper issues that the healing work addresses, you know, it it can't always be done immediately. It's not always an immediate, uh, there's not always an immediate resolution, but I know that if, if I'm aware that there's something that needs to be healed, and in some cases, I don't even know what it is for sure. I can't really say for sure what it is. I can, at least in the meantime, I'm not crippled with the struggles that come from continuing to uh, to struggle with it and it's really I'm having a hard time putting this into words but it's that's really what it feels like if I am so if I am so wrapped up in uh, that what it feels like to be struggling with an ongoing issue that it's hard for me to cope the best thing I can do for myself is to ease the burden of that. In other words, I can make it, I can make it somewhat lighter, so to speak, you know, if I'm speaking in physical terms through doing the work that I can do while whatever healing work is ongoing, I can make it much easier for myself. I can make it so much easier for me to cope in day to day and moment to moment life. I can be here for other people and be the best person I can be for others and for myself. If I take advantage of the practices that are available to me to make it easier to cope. And that can also happen at the same time while I am doing other work to get to the root of or to the core of, 
you know, why I react the way that I react. And ultimately, that's what I found is that if I'm really having severe reactions, if I'm really wrapped up in thinking, it's usually for a reason. There's something, there's something deeper underneath the surface that is bringing that about. I'm somehow resisting something. And I don't want to get too caught up in trying to generalize uh, at, a, you know, at, the, at a deeper level what this is all about. But I found that's really, a, for me, is really the commonality of all this. This is really the, the essence of this is that these resistances that I feel towards different things and again, you know, the resistance I have against different things uh, ultimately comes from conflict and from things that have, been, or not, have not been resolved as of yet. And for me, the, the miracle has been, if there is any miracle at all, is that there, I've been, had a practice made available to me that allows me to not suffer so much when I'm thinking and overreacting due to something that is unresolved, that is more, you know, something that's deeper that I may not really know how to get to the root of it, you know, at the present time. And I can have faith that I will be able to eventually get to the root of it and get to the core of it and ultimately heal it. But at the same time, this practice allows me to be able to go through moment to moment in day-to-day life and not get so wrapped up and so swept up by whatever it is that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling uh, on, a, you know, in, in, on, on a physical level, uh, on an emotional level. And I'm very, very grateful for that. And in this case, I know that I don't have to believe that I'm someone who doesn't deserve to be valued. Uh, even though somewhere uh, deep down there is this, uh, this sense that I have been telling myself that I'm not worthy of being valued, that this is a repetitive theme in my life. And even though I've been able to quieten it down, so to speak, uh, for some reason it got triggered. And even though I was able to utilize mindfulness practice to let the thoughts you know, run their course and the reactions run their course, that there's still something there, but I know that I don't have to identify as the person who's not valued, as the person who's not appreciated. I know better than that, thankfully. I haven't always known better than that, but I do know that now. And I, if there's, it, and if there's anything that has allowed me to know that and to believe in that and to trust in that, that I am, that I am valued, that I value myself and appreciate myself and I'm open to being valued and appreciated by others and to not walk around as the guy feeling like I'm not. It is mindfulness practice that's enabled that for me. It hasn't, it can't always, you know, solve all the problems of my life immediately, but it has made it so much easier to cope with all of the things that I do to myself through thinking and reacting and getting in my own way and making life so much harder than it has to be. It's really, really helped me to finally be able to get to a place where I don't do that to myself unconsciously and needlessly. And I'm incredibly grateful for that.